0: Shop Woodhouse Ford first and experience the difference. The all new 2022 Bronco Sport is built wild for the thrill seeker, the sightseer, and the day tripper. A capable and dependable SUV that's ready to tackle the dirt, dust, and mud. Bronco Sport offers four models to match the way you explore the outdoors. Shop, finance, and buy your way online at WoodhouseFord.com or one of our three convenient Ford locations in Blair, Omaha, or Plattsmith.
1: This is a podcast from Minute Media. Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9,
0: 8, 7, 6. What's up, everyone? This is Ray. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Keezy, aka Rahil Ramzanali. It's Sean. From Shots and Dots. This is to Mateo Keister.
2: What up, what up? It's Bruce Williams, the Mastodon
1: himself. This is Devin White, aka the Gentleman. It's your boy Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player.
0: On four, three, two, one, we have ignition.
1: And you're now tuned in to the Summit State of Mind podcast. <laughs>
2: What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step backs and everything Houston Rockets presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcast to fan-sided Houston Rockets website, SpaceCityScoop.com. I am your host, your Commissioner Kenny. Of course, with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. GM, man, I just got to ask first, man, how you doing today? It's Thursday afternoon sun's sun's out at least in houston the sun's out and uh, finally we got some some consistent weather to work with but how you doing today it's good man it's
0: good i'm off tomorrow so i don't have to work so i got me a three-day weekend thanks to the job they, they gifted me a day so i'll take it man
2: big chilling chilling now it's about to get even more chill, bro, because we got a returning <laughs> guest at the summit and not even just a returning guest, but people have asked, people have clamored. They said, when are you going to bring this, this guest back on? And we are so proud <laughs> to be able to bring him back today. I'm going to give him just a little intro. Houston Rocket alumni, sharpshooter, nicknamed Super Vaughn, known for the Vaughn Hawk and Tomahawks, our resident Rocket Vaughn Wafer back at the summit. Vaughn, man, how you doing today, dude?
1: man i'm doing good man it's
2: um it's
1: good to be back on the show um um uh, man i'm just uh, going through the the um process of life the journey you
2: know what i mean i feel that dude i feel that i wanted to uh because because we were especially with with everything that's been happening with the the rockets lately and it's always it's always made me kind of think of you know think of you in more ways than that and we'll get into it uh soon enough but uh what you've been up to lately man i know that you know the pandemic's been kind of yeah. going up and down and right now it's on the upscale right now uh 10-day contracts are being signed all throughout the league and i can't help mm-hmm. but think of you during yeah. the doing all these 10-day contracts getting signed. i'm like i'm waiting for it where's my where's my one way for signing it
1: <laughs> man Oh, man, Uh, they're definitely getting a lot of guys. Oh, man, I'm seeing it. It's interesting to watch, you know. Um, You know, I see Joe Johnson got an opportunity. I see Mario Chalmers, Lance Stevenson, a few guys. It's been um, interesting to watch. It's definitely had my competitive juices flowing. So I've just been sitting back and just peeping everything. But the pandemic, like you said, it kind of changed – changed everyday life so i'm kind of still trying to get adjusted to it but it's beautiful to see guys get opportunities though Yep,
2: for sure man those 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 are the uh it's a it must really be a brotherhood for y'all you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i mean you just i mean brotherhood you know whatever you want to call it um i never really looked at it like that i just looked at it as just you know um just, just kind of like, it's hard to explain. It's like high school, you know. You played against this guy. I just looked at it like that, but you know, I'm pretty sure it goes deeper than that, you know. So I've heard people say the brotherhood. I've seen kind of how it, how it's connected, but I never really looked at it like that. Like some people would
0: say, it's like a, like a fraternity, where it's kind of like right. you, know, you have that's to be willingly like accepted, you know, right? In that right. sense, <laughs>
1: yeah i'm I'm definitely seeing that you know what I mean um so uh, my thing is um just seeing that in in trying to you know that's interesting that's a that's a real deep subject, but I'm just trying to um figure out how to place myself around the right people and how to get connected with the right people in. That those connections, the way those things are connected, those are huge. But right now, um I'm in the process of going through what I'm going through. And maybe one day those connections will be available when I'm ready for them.
2: Yeah, man. No, hey, no. man. Yeah, dude, we're all rooting for you. Yeah. We're all we're still rooting for you, man, to this day, for sure.
1: Well, I appreciate it, man. That <laughs> that, that says a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does that mean was it our boy Gerald Green retired, became a coach, yeah. and he came back to the G League? You know, like yeah. trying to take his and seize his opportunity to come back. So,
1: yeah, I think Gerald did a did a great job. You know, that says a lot about you. You know, when they'll give you an opportunity, mm-hmm. um, and he seems like a high character guy, you know, he seems like a a good guy because those opportunities come, they don't come to just any and everybody, you know? So that's a, that's a good thing to see another um, person that I know, you know, get to do things, good things and get opportunities like that. Because now that I'm older, I see the magnitude of just getting a coach, an opportunity or NBA team. So it's good to see him, transition into that next phase and it's good to see him give it a attempt to go again so just want to see him see people be successful
0: that's true
2: that's true absolutely no i agreed all right Von. let's let's start talking rockets man you know uh there's it's been you know i i don't know how much you've caught this season obviously because you know you live in new orleans now so it's a little more difficult to obviously get more local
1: sports streetport
2: Sure. oh, oh, yeah. it's it's like, like, yeah, oh like, sorry not new orleans <laughs> yeah street part yeah there you go there you go. I, I i've i've been corrected yeah. it's, like, <laughs> okay.
1: it's like four and a half hours away <laughs> we
2: gotta get we gotta we gotta be able to send you that uh we gotta be able to send you the merch too because we we have we have a little something for you We forgot okay. we gotta get we gotta get a little something over to you <laughs> <All right. Sounds laughs> for sure good. for sure brother okay so let's talk let's, let's talk rockets though so they're currently 12 yeah. and 31 they won their game last night in san antonio yeah. <laughs> um so, yeah, 12-31, and 31, a rebuilding team, obviously. Not yeah. from the times when you were there, when y'all were obviously com- looking at championship. Y'all were having championship mm-hmm. aspirations around 8 09. But, yeah. you know, what's been your overall opinion so far of the season? Have you been able to catch the games? Have you been able to catch highlights? Um, first off, I don't really um,
1: – I, I it's hard for me to watch basketball because I'm such a competitor. Um, I kind of get a little sick. Um, I kind of get a little anxiety because it's – you know, just the competitive nature in me, it doesn't really allow me to watch it. But the things that I've seen about the team, um, about the Rockets, I pretty much expected. I think they got some really young talent, and I see they're they're getting um, they they're doing a great job of bringing in and finding hidden hidden gems. There, I think they are um, headed in the right right direction. Um, I think in a few years, Green is going to be a totally different player. Uh, I think Porter Jr. is going to be, uh, I just, I I really root for him. And I really hope that he can become, you know, he can take the next step and become a a solid contributor and solid player. But um, Christian Wood, they have a lot of guys. So, you know, you pretty much expect them to have their ups and downs, but I think the future is bright.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, cuz this season so far, you know, there's just been so many people saying certain things and yeah. it, le- it, it it's it been up and down. We we had a 15 game losing streak and then we ended mm-hmm. up coming back. We had a 7 game winning streak and then it's just been yeah. it's been pretty much a roller coaster in it off on the court and off the court. And that's one another question I wanted to ask you because there was and I wasn't sure if you if you uh knew about it, but there was an a big incident that happened about 2 weeks ago uh yeah. or almost two weeks ago regarding KPJ <laughs> in the locker room and christian wood as well so the story goes like christian wood uh they he wouldn't they wouldn't let him start because he broke a team rule he there was a mandatory covet test he didn't take it or he wasn't on time to take it and yeah. then they didn't let him start and then kpj he had a rough first half, so then he came to blows with an, with John Lucas uh, in the locker room, and then he proceeds to throw something at him, and then he leaves. Um, John Lu- John Lucas yeah. jun- Junior or Senior? Uh, senior, John, uh, Coach okay. Lucas, Coach Lucas, okay. and and uh, so 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 Coach Lucas is the assistant. Like I think he's the head assistant next to Silas. Okay. So I so the story goes is that he was he was berating, not berating, probably not the right word, but like he was going at challenging kpj and christian wood for their effort mm-hmm. or lack of effort and telling them that they need to play harder and play smarter and then kpj didn't like that so kpj lost his cool he yeah. tried to get in, uh, get in coach lucas's face he threw something at him and then he left during halftime so he left mm-hmm. drove yeah. drove out of the arena and you know i look no one's perfect you know me and me and justin's uh our our views on it we didn't condemn kpj because we know that when you're competitive like you said you said it yourself vaughn when your competitive juices are flowing you're just going and you want to play so they told kpj he wasn't going to play and i think that's when he lost it so you know uh just you just you know after hearing that just your i want to know your opinion and i know uh listeners also want to know your opinion as well what your opinion is so far on you know the kpj incident and then christian wood incident as well because christian wood didn't he refused to go in in the second half. He didn't start the second nope. half and then he refused to go in. So is yeah. there anything, anything that kind of mirrored anything that maybe you've seen uh, during your, your tenure uh, as a, either as a rocket or in the NBA and what's been your opinion of that?
1: Um, my opinion on that is um, I think that, like you said, there's um, people have to understand that when you're in that competitive mindset, emotions are kind of um, – emotions are kind of high, you know. And once you're locked in like that and you're aggressive like that and you're ang- – you and I wouldn't say angry, but you have to be uh, – a, a, you know, you have to be kind of have that fire, you know, when you're going out there to compete. With that said, I think a lot of guys, you know, especially maybe younger guys – may have a little bit more difficulty um, just snapping into, snapping out of that when you need to become. I think they're having a little bit more difficult. Some young guys can do it better than others, but I think that's a part of growth and transition. I'm not trying to make any excuses for um, KP. Um, You just have to learn to do the best you can for one and just try to always remain professional. Just, you know, just, I, I, I know he wants to win. I see when he plays, I didn't really, you know, I don't know what was going on, you know, from, from that game. He wasn't playing or coach Lucas thought he wasn't, I don't know, but the kid, you, you looks like he's hungry. He looks like he, he wants to, he wants to compete. Um, but like I don't know what, what was happening. I didn't see the game. I didn't I just look at his background and just try to understand the situation in the person. And um I think younger guys, I think they're doing a lot better of controlling their emotions. I think you have so much so much more help and so much more so many more avenues to to um <clears throat> to control um, the mind and the psychology of being an athlete. I think they have so many more resources available. (laughs) So I think guys are doing better, but, you know, that's the instance where there were, I don't know all the details, but it looks from the outside looking in it looked like the guy that's being competitive and got challenged. And, you know, maybe it just, it just unfolded how it did. and, And I really can't, really don't have an opinion, you know, but that's just what it looked like on the outside looking in. I could be wrong. I could be right. But I feel like it's getting better, though,
0: you know. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like from from our view, um, from someone of KPJ and from his background, that's um, had a little bit of issues in regards to controlling his anger, you know, like, From our from our eyes, it's like, is it something where it's like, you know, how Kevin Love has become like the mental health advocate? Is there something going on with Kevin Porter Jr. In the sense of like where there's something deep down that brings out that aggression that triggers him? Like, we don't know what happened, but we have seen him have an episode in Cleveland when they yeah. gave someone his locker, which is understood. I think if someone were to, mm-hmm. if, if the team was to give anyone like any of our lockers, we'd feel disrespected. We don't blame him for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in regards to the game, you know, like from what I recall, they were down like 30, they were up by like eight points in the first quarter. And then after mm-hmm. the, at halftime, they were down by like 25 to 30 points. There was an effort issue from what it looks like box score wise. Kenny was not, did you watch it? No, as I didn't I watch did. it. I was, I, did. I was, it was, it
2: was, it was for lack of effort. And I think it was more on the defensive end than anything. <clears throat> and I think they just wanted to see more effort. Cause once, I mean, I mean, Von, I mean, you, you understand the game of basketball, you know, better than better than any of us, any any of the guests that we had, you played professional oh. ball. And yeah. to to learn how to ride the wave, because you know, teams are gonna go on runs, you either be your team or the right. other team that you face. I think all coach I think all the coaches wanted to see was for them to uh win show the battle fight of attrition. Yeah, the show run. the fight despite the run. Because right. those teams, these are NBA teams, they're gonna go on runs and stuff happens right. that way. So yeah, no, like I thought that. I thought Coach Lucas was right because it's been kind of an ongoing thing, it's been an effort thing. I I, I equate it more to Christian Wood than KPJ. KPJ's only 21. Yeah. He's this is his third year in the league. I mean, he's still going he's still going through he's still under trying to understand everything. And this is his first full year as a starter, let alone being and a also starter as a point, point guard. guard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So there's yeah. a lot of frustrations so, that go along with that.
2: This is a lot of
1: pressure that goes along with that that you know that is <laughs> not talked about. I, you have to handle the pressure of that while juggling your life i think you know it's difficult you know it's difficult for some guys but i just i understand the pressure he's under uh, i mean i understand the magnitude of the situation so i'm just so much more compassionate i um understand both sides i understand what the kids going through i understand the coach you know has to have a winning culture I understand that the Rockets have a brand, you know, and they. I understand all. Um, I understand every, every, everyone's place in situations like these. I just hope that the kid um, can understand. Sometimes you can be right, but it's better to just, you know, just even if you feel like you're right is it's not worth fighting for sometimes because you could be wrong so that's just
2: my mm. advice i get it yeah, pick your pick your battles pick your battles right. in terms of that. Right. i have another question because it was interesting because when i thought about when i thought about the locker room incident i it's crazy the way things work but one of the first things i thought of was your your, your incident with adelman and obviously right. that didn't well, as far as we know, look like me and me and Justin like we're we're more or less media at this point, but we were fan more fans back then, and not right. knowing what goes on in the locker room, you know, um, mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of that, I, I I thought of you when when that incident had happened because they basically told him that he wasn't going to start, and and I think that was when Coach Adelman took PT away from you, right? Was that the whole thing?
1: Um, that situation, um, it was, um. Mm-hmm. That situation was completely different, I believe, mm-hmm. because um, it happened on the bench. So yeah, it wasn't um, in the locker room. Yeah, but, no, it wasn't. But um, in a long story short, um, we were playing the Lakers in the playoffs, and he put me in a little bit later than usual in the ending towards of the third quarter. I usually come in. Usually would come in around you know if I get lucky, five minutes, four minutes, or you no, know, I think I got in around about three minutes, four minutes, three minutes. Um, <clears throat> competitive juice is flowing. Um, and I was just into the game, you know. Um, so I'm just like, you know, let me help my team win. Let me help my team win. You got to do this. You, I'm locked in that mode. This is what I'm going to do. So when I came to the bench, you know, I think, I'm. well, he felt like maybe I was a little inexperienced. Let's get some somebody else in there. Um, while this is all going on, I'm in my mind like, okay, I'm getting ready to help my team come back, you know, but that's not what's going to happen. So um, that's pretty much the gist
2: of the situation with that. Mm. Obviously, obviously different. Obviously different.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it's understood for your frustration. I mean, you said, like mm-hmm. you said, you're expected to come in like, a little bit at the halfway, a little after the halfway, but you come in at three. So that's kind of like going to mm. throw you off your rhythm already. So you're probably ready, feeling a little frustrated in the sense because your body's accustomed mm. to a certain time.
1: Not, not frustrated, just anxious. Uh, I that's, okay. yeah, that, that's a that's yeah. a good way to go about yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Cause like the more that you sit on the bench and your the anxiety starts to hit, you're kind of like mm-hmm. just ready. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, it's not, I wouldn't say an explosion in the sense it's more so long the lines, like just an eager energy that right. is ready to be put out. And the longer you wait, the longer you have to hold it, the more it can just, it can go either way. You know what I mean?
1: Um, I feel like that's definitely a good way to explain it. You know, I think that's a, that's an accurate description. Um, but like we said earlier, younger guys usually have a harder time of handling that than mm-hmm. as far as the older guys and that situation was maybe to someone else maybe was or someone else would handle it differently but you know it yeah. happened how it happened so, yeah
2: exactly mm-hmm. exactly um and it made me it made me think about um you know because KPJ is supremely talented. Um mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's not a pure point guard. He's very much a mm-hmm. scorer. I, Vaughn, I I have to when I think of him, I think of you a little bit and it made me and it's made me think about if we were to take Vaughn Wafer and drop him in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. And with with the avenues that you'd have, the social media that you would end up having and I feel like if you were if you took Vaughn Wafer from 0809 from the Houston Rockets and the Mm-mm. type of score you had, uh, the type of the type of scoring prowess that you had, I th- mm. in my opinion. Now, this could be a hot take from many for many different years. But when I think of you, I think a little bit of KPJ. I thought your movement was great. Your shooting is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Drive to them. You can score on all three levels. I think you could drop a 50 piece in today's NBA, considering that it's so much more ticky tack. What do you think about that?
1: I try to stay humble and 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 try to be careful about you know how I feel about what I would do because people saw me play but I didn't reach anywhere near my potential so I have to kind of be careful when I answer questions like that because people are like man this dude's crazy but like. I'll I'll hype it up. I'll be the one. You
2: could be cool. I'll be the one. I'll be the one. I'll take the flack for you. (laughs) When
1: when I try to tell people, they think I'm crazy. So, I mean, but I'll just say this. I just, um, I just, I don't really know who to compare my game to. I really Mm. don't. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that I feel like I was an undisciplined D-Wade. That's what I feel like, you know, but some people are going to think I'm crazy. Mm. And that's just what it is.
2: Talking about you, talking about yeah. D dropping twenty and Von wafer drops twenty and a quarter. Yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta be honest. Drops drops twenty and a and a half. Drops can drop yeah. eighteen to twenty and a quarter, which you you did in a Rockets uniform, uh, especially mm-hmm. in that month of January where you just went off. So I I yeah. I can totally see the comparison. And I'm not even being a homer. I'm being completely honest based yeah, on what I've seen.
0: There are two guys that I with that I think that. You compare well with like offensively, who I yeah. see when I watch plays. I see, I see you and a guy like Zach Levine, someone who's extremely athletic, great yeah. three point shot. Um, he can he, he can move and he can also get his shot anywhere from the I court. think he jumps out of the think, building.
1: I think the difference between me and Levine, well, it's it's major differences. He's focused, he's locked in on his crab. That just goes to show you. But like like once again, I reached nowhere near my potential. I think I was more explosive and quicker than being, and I think I could shoot it mm-hmm. just as good. But that I think that's a great comparison. Um, I mean, I can see it, but I just think I I didn't get anywhere near my potential. And but I see the comparison, mm-hmm. but I think I'm a little bit a little bit was a little bit faster. Um, oh yeah, a little bit quicker. I Think a little mm-hmm. bit. Um. But he's, I think he's more athletic, more smart, more disciplined. I'd rather have his qualities.
0: <laughs> There's another player on the Rockets who I think plays like you, but he's not nearly as athletic as you. But he plays with the same tenacity, mm-hmm. and he also he hits the three point shot like you. And he, the way he comes off those curl screens um, off the ball to get the three point shot, like Garrison Matthews, that guy. Yeah. When you when I see him when I, I see him, thinking of, I was thinking. Threes,
1: of... I was thinking about him when I said they found a diamond in the rough. I wasn't yeah, see, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love Garrison. When I, I told Kenny when we first saw him, I was like, he plays a lot like Vaughn. Like I mentioned this yeah. like a few episodes ago, like when we were in the middle of the winning streak, I was like, yeah. the way that Garrison Matthews brings that energy off the bench or this off the bench or in the mm-hmm. starting lineup, he can light up the box score so fast. He, yeah. will, he has the energy on the court offensively and defensively. He's taken yeah. the most uh he's driven he's taken the most what offensive fouls um mm, yeah yeah for the Char- team yeah, he's taken so yeah, many like charges. charges and
2: whatnot yep and
0: um but he can jump out the building too he's i wouldn't say he's nearly as fast as you but he's no, very no. smart in his movements is what i'll mm. say and mm. but his three point shot, like the way he gets it up there, it reminds yeah. me a lot of you because you guys have that really high jumper and you release yeah. it really high. So when I see him shoot, that's immediately what I thought of. And what, what do you I, think yeah, about yeah. that comparison? Okay, can, so I, can, I say oh.
2: can I say one more thing though, real quick? Because mm. and and both of y'all, this is two qualities that that you two definitely share. You both wanted mm. it when you were given the mm. opportunity you took full advantage of it like that Mm -hmm. January when T-Mac was going in and out of the lineup, Vaughn, you came in there, boom, you earned your spot. You earned your rotation Mm -hmm. spot on the team and Garrison included. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah.
1: Um, With Garrison, I'm going to be honest. I just, I didn't really hone in and just pick his game apart. I just saw, man, it's a feel good story. I don't know if they, if, if they were like, they wrote something comparing the, the situations or something, even I think someone mentioned my name or something, but I I don't I really didn't get a chance to critique his game. But I just saw that he was, you know, basically came out of nowhere and was just doing well. I was I more so looked at the box score and what they're writing. I don't really it's like I said, it's hard for me to watch the game. And I just mm-hmm. like so I really can't give a, a accurate scouting report. I just know that he can shoot the ball. You Know what I mean? From looking at the numbers, I see his three point ratio is sometimes higher than the field goal ratio, so that lets me know that he sh- can shoot it and he can shoot it well. Mm-hmm. So, but don't I worry, we'll be your eyes, yeah. we'll be
0: your eyes and your ears for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
1: get you the scary, but, but I've never seen him play before, mm-hmm. you know. That's why we got to get you um, the Toyota. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> to com- compare, compare, I don't think, I think, um. I just think I didn't reach anywhere near my potential. I think I think I could have I think I could have been a been a um perennial all star, but um, just that's just the importance of being disciplined. I'm pretty sure this guy works hard. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. this you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not easy to come out of from out of nowhere like that. I think um the difference is this guy worked hard and that's what mm-hmm propel that's what made him successful i think my raw ability and just talent from god is what did it for me
0: this episode is made possible by pwc when you bring together human ingenuity passion and experience with the latest technology the future starts to look a whole lot smarter which is why the new equation is meeting the future of work today with ProEdge. Digitally upskill your entire organization to keep ahead of the curve and drive growth. Learn more at thenewequation.com. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself, and you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast.
2: Um, let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and shift focus back onto the uh, onto the Rockets here, because I do have a question that I do want to ask you. Um, when you got drafted, the team, that Lakers team, and I think you can obviously they're not as bad. Kobe's still on the team. Um, you were still somewhat in that rebuilding scenario, like on that rebuilding team. This Houston Rockets is rebuilding right now. As a young, as a young player, or you know any player, how hard is it to stay mentally focused? Um, especially especially when you're on a rebuilding team. Uh. <laughs> like that but I know you you can speak from experience too in that because that Lakers team they were kind of in and out of the playoffs at that point but they definitely weren't Mm -hmm. championship caliber by any means
1: um I think um I think the culture is what's going to define the experience I think that's that's going to contribute a lot to a person's experience if it's like you know like Miami, you know, where I've heard some stories is like if, if you don't you don't get with a program like, you know, what I mean, and they're they getting up every morning like they said, the free agent stayed in the locker room. So if you're around that every day, you either going to sink or swim if you can survive that. I think that's going to change your experience. But if you were a more um, older team or, or, or like a, maybe a team with veterans it's going to be a little bit more laid back and they're going to put more responsibility on you. So I think your experience is going to be determined by the culture, determined by the situation. But some of those veteran guys, they're not, they'll, they'll some of those veteran teams, they will hold your hand and help you, not hold your hand, but they will take the extra time. But most of those guys are usually locked in and they expect for you to already be able to do that. So I think the culture and the situation is going to definitely determine the experience a young player may have.
2: Yeah, because this team, especially with the, this Rockets team, you know, so many young, there's so much more young players and so low right. you know, Christian Wood is technically a vet now. Eric Gordon, DJ Augustine, um, mm-hmm. you know, so on and so forth. but i i think the i like to think that the culture of the rockets is good, but i mean it 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 mm-hmm. still remains to be seeing coach Silas is still i feel like coach Silas is trying to find his identity as a head coach as well mm-hmm. so you know
1: I I, yeah absolutely I think that's just one of their weaknesses is they're young,
2: you know, and mm-hmm.
1: that 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 can be at a disadvantage it's not that the coach isn't instilling the proper culture. It's just they're young and they have to figure it out. So I think that's one of the weaknesses and that's kind of why it's um, understandable that they're going up and down. But um, I think Coach Salas, I think they got some great guys to implement the right culture. I just think it's going to take a little bit of time for those guys to understand it and implement it.
0: Oh yeah for sure. I mean, considering that they do have a very um, professional player in Eric Gordon, who's right. performed in high stakes moments against the Warriors right. in multiple playoff series. He's right. won Sixth Man of the Year. He's right. hit big shots when they matter. So it like right. it's it's crazy to see him on this rebuilding team because like we yeah. part of us feels bad. You know what I mean? Because he was. Um, the, I
1: think I think that's that's why
0: um,
1: he's very. He's a very valuable piece, you know, mm-hmm. because Thank you. He he's one of yep. those guys that's going to at least present the right example. You know, mm-hmm. he, if he was the best player on his on his, on that team, it would be a lot different, but you know, Gordon, he he strikes me as the guy that's smart and understands situations and understands the business and I think that he understands his role you know, to score and to come in and and present the kind of culture that we want to implement, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think he's a very valuable piece. I don't think, you know, people understand the magnitude and importance of culture and just being together and just having a focused professional team. I don't think they understand the advantage of that. And when you can have a guy like that, you know, that's almost priceless.
2: Talk to the people, Vaughn, because there, there's so many. Pe- I'm hearing so many different things with so many different teams. Look, we want to get yeah. Eric Gordon on a championship team. That's that that would be our mm-hmm. goals if we were the GM. But um, he, you know, he would
1: fit right in. Right, absolutely. But
2: it's It's, funny to me that some media and fans from other teams like Philadelphia and Mm. uh, Atlanta, Denver, and Phoenix—they're like, "No, we don't like." uh, They want like they want to trade peanuts for him, and I'm like, "No, like he is a high valuable." piece like and you described it perfectly it's a culture setter and hitting big shots being a you know a professional
1: it's not like he's a slouch on the court (laughs) no it's true it's true (laughs) he's a bucket getter (laughs) and he's professional like man he's got all the right tools yeah but i think i don't think guys want to trade and give up a lot of assets to get a guy like that i think they'll give eric gordon a big payday when it's time for him to get a new contract, it won't be a problem. But, you know, you're trying to bring this piece on to, you know, put you over the hump. You don't – I think those teams don't want to give up too much or they might not want to give up this or that. So, yeah, you know, I can understand the business of it, but he's definitely valuable.
2: Yeah, hopefully hopefully we can get – Patty,
1: Patty, he's like Patty Mills, you know. Yeah, Patty yes. was in Brooklyn. He's huge Pro- for them. Professional professional mm-hmm. and can play you know that's just that's, that's gonna true. get you paid big money
2: there he's go. true there you mm-hmm. go I mean, he's getting paid i mean he's getting picked big getting paid big yeah. money right now because because he earned it so we hope he that did. he can get we hope that he can get it's, traded not, it's
1: not it's not easy to be professional and good like that's those it's not many of those guys in the league because either you got the guy that's super professional but he's not as talented or you got the guy that's super talented, but the profession is kind of so it's hard to find guys that are professional and good and productive.
2: So, I mean, those are those are the superstars. You know what I mean? I mean those top th- those top of the tops in terms of uh, talent wise. So, no, I totally get where you're coming from. And you said, yeah. you, and I thought of sh- the first thing that you said, and I thought of Shane Battier. The first thing, like, not the most talented player in the world, but professional to a T
1: professional to a T that's, that's the kind of guy that you need on a championship team you know mm-hmm. you you need that kind of guy professional gonna be on time gonna gonna you know be where he's supposed to be and you know that'll get you paid
2: too absolutely absolutely <laughs> right
1: right but, if, but if, you know but if you're professional I'm not to say that Shane can't play but you know he did what he did but if you're professional can play you're going to get paid a lot of money but if you're professional exactly you still can get paid a lot of money so mm-hmm.
2: that's true that's true okay all right vaughn i wanted to ask you this because this is I- i've watched every rockets game i mm-hmm. listen in on every rockets game um craig ackerman do you remember craig ackerman by chance craig ackerman
1: um <clears throat> Is this the is this the report? This the, the journalist? The, the, you know, the commentator? Right
2: now, yeah, he's the current color commentator for 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 uh on TV. He was the mm-hmm. radio. He was the radio guy for the last few years, and he's been involved with the organization. I think since, yeah. since since you were there, definitely before that. I know I know his voice.
1: I know that for sure. I'm I'm really bad with names, and I, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I know I know his voice. Well, we're gonna we're gonna make even, sure this- if, even his face probably.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna make sure that this gets tweeted him because he mentions you all the time on the Rockets broadcast. It's
1: not a cookie. It's not a cookie. It's not a yeah. cracker. It's, it's not. From, yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my. Yeah. I love. I, I used to love watching the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's a. He's a. I, I, he's. He's He's a he's an elite commentator.
2: Absolutely. Like
1: so. See, I know him by his voice. So that's how just his voice he is. alone, right? <laughs> yes, and if I. So I would know.
2: well yeah of course I mean, of course but i think the voice is probably what he wants to be known for obviously because yeah. he's a color commentator he's got tv
1: you when you hear him you're gonna remember it's just it's a, it's a different voice it's like marv albert you're gonna remember it's like um, keith jackson you will remember if you mm-hmm. hear craig acne you're gonna remember his voice it's a unique voice
2: yeah, and you're right. He always talks about you. Yesterday's game, in the, in the first quarter, first quarter, he says, uh, "The I think there was a poll. What are the one of the most underrated Rockets? Those four choices." And he goes, "Yeah." So he first thing he says, he's like, "None of them. I'm gonna pick Von Wafer." Literally, wow. <laughs> I think we're ten like like two minutes in the game, and I'm like, "Well, Von yeah. Wafer reference." Okay, I'm recording with Von tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta tell him. So obviously, look. You're lo- like, you're still like even from, you know, we we did a Q&A uh, a while back with you uh, from fans. Fans remember you, but it's not even just fans like Craig Ackerman. He still says like yeah. even he said he's like still to this day, one of my favorite Houston Rockets of all time.
1: Thank right. you. Thank you for the love, Craig. Yeah. Thank you for the love. I really appreciate that. You definitely, you know, and I, I thank you for the love and I enjoy your work
2: yeah well, I, I gotta send that as like a personal message oh, i'm gonna send that yeah. over through like twitter or whatever but thank you so much yeah dude the impact yeah like it's crazy you know this is I, I believe they were playing the phoenix suns or it was this when they were i, I, just I recorded remember. that and i put that on instagram too, okay yeah. i saw that. I, yeah. saw that I saw that i saw that, right? I saw that. yep i saw that a shout out to bond wafer because his partner is <laughs> now ryan hollins so and i know you know ryan uh ryan hollins from dallas you- i think
1: From UCLA, went to UCLA? Yes,
2: I think he did, yes. Yes. Yeah, Ryan Hollins, yeah. So he's the partner commentator now. Tall, tall. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know Ryan. Yeah. Big boy. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. him I don't know him personally, but I know who he is. So. Yeah.
2: He's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a knucklehead, but I think he's a great. He's knucklehead. funny. That's like <laughs> he's the funny that's part. Like... He's, yeah. He is yeah. So Craig Ackerman's kind of the straight guy, and then uh, Ryan Hollins is kind of the the one that'll say bamboozle and all that random stuff. So uh... <laughs> their
0: their chemistry is really yeah. good. I'll yeah. say that for sure. They got the
2: perfect mix. Man. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's crazy. So h- Vaughn, how's that feel, man? So like you you get you know like it's one thing to get from fans and we still hear people to this day talk about you but hearing someone like craig ackerman like talking about you like your impact to the city is still felt like you still mean a lot to the city Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because i i think this year specifically i've heard three shout outs three or four shout outs talking about you and it's crazy to think about because you the last time you suited up for the rockets was 11 years ago 12 years ago
1: it's been so a while. how does
2: that, how that feel man knowing that your your imprint is still felt?
1: It's, it's, I'm I'm desensitized, you know, mm-hmm. I don't even really realize it's happening, you know. I mean, um but to hear you say it it just makes me think of just how grateful I am to those that do remember me, but I'm a little desensitized to it because um I'm very introverted and a lot of times I miss a lot of things, but mm. you know what I mean? If, you know, if that's the case, I'm just grateful. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of hard to, um, even listen to the Rogers game. Cause it's so many memories. I can remember like the noises. I can remember the commentary. So that's why, um, I don't really watch it that much, but I'm thankful for any love that I get, you know, it's a, Trust me, it's it's a part of me. You know what I mean. Every mm-hmm. time I see you guys, the Rockets, or anytime I see anything Houston, I immediately reminisce to my days there. So I'm thankful and I'm grateful to to still be mentioned in a positive light. And you know, it's, I'm just humble.
2: Yeah, it's not, nothing nothing but love from the city, man. I've yet to hear. It's crazy too because I've yet to hear anything like I mean not like you're not like you brought you didn't really bring any negativity other than you know the, the thing that happened with Adelman but I mean it wasn't even considered mm. we a lot of people were siding with you a lot of people agreed that you you know deserve minutes to this day so you know you you brought really yeah. positive things to the city so we really appreciate it well, that's good, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> good that's right? good right there you go uh, GM I know that you had I know that you had some questions that you wanted to uh, that that you had. Someone send in a question. Someone had to send in a question over to you. It was actually from our, uh, one of our uh, co-workers partners. that worked with. Yeah, one uh-huh. of our partners through Space City Scoop. So he runs, he's like the site expert on that uh, specific Houston Rockets website. And he actually had a few questions he wanted to give to you. Okay. Yeah, man. So, so this, is, this
0: is from our friend Nevin. And I'm so, gonna make, Nevin. we're going to make him write Nevin. an article. Yeah.
1: can you repeat that nevin works where again
0: for a space city scoop it's uh, a
1: city scoop yes sir spacecityscoop.com that's
0: the that's the website um so shoot it over to you i'll shoot it over to you the the Uh, first the the website yeah the the first question that he wanted to ask was actually just a, a basic basketball question he was like when you watch a basketball game how do you watch it do you follow the ball or do you look off the ball And how do you think is the best way to view the game?
1: Uh, When I watch the game, I'm usually looking away from the ball. You know what I mean? I'm looking at Mm -hmm. what's going on whenever I do look at it. um, I just try to watch, you know, movements and – that's a really good question, but I, I I look off the ball, so I'm just trying to see what's happening
0: behind, and what's going on. Is you want to see like the the sets that are being run in the
1: well, sense of like... it's just hard for me to key in on one thing. Yeah, uh, so yep. much is happening. So yeah, if I'm just watching the ball and I'm I can't see anything else, but if I look on the you know behind the ball, I can see more people and just other things going on, but
2: what was the defensive the sets parts. well I had a question i sorry I what was the defensive mm-hmm. sets that you would put that Adelman would kind of instill in y'all like would it be more to watch the ball or would it be kind of like on the defensive end or would it be like switch switch on defense like
1: um <clears throat> it just it depends on who we're playing you know we have calls and we have signals for how we're going to approach the ball screen and then we've done a scouting report you know, I might have a non-shooter, so I can help off a little bit more. It just depended on scouting report um, and personnel. Um, right. But, you know, um, he implemented principles, and according to the personnel, that's how we went about our game plan or how we applied the defensive strategy.
0: Yeah, You have to be versatile and adaptable based on the situation. With someone like that, right. he'll put you in the best situations in order to make the adjustments whenever that time comes, you know.
1: Right, right. Right. Mm-hmm. You have the principles, you just have to apply them, you know, according to the personnel. That's
2: right. That's but, what made y'all successful.
1: Yeah, I think I think we 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 had great coaching. I mm-hmm. think we had great coaching. Um it's it's more the coaching than just being just being on the sideline. You have to control egos you have to control personality. well not control personalities but you have to manage personalities so I think coach Adelman was good he was great on the court but I think he doesn't get enough credit for how he manages locker rooms how he manages Mm -hmm. the superstars because that's a job within itself but he's a he's a he's a he's an experienced coach he's seen the you know, you know, he's been in the finals. He's seen a lot of situations. He's got a lot of experience. So,
0: mm.
1: you know, that's true. I he's think,
0: coached a lot of greats throughout his career.
1: Man, he coached against Jordan, Kobe. I mean, a young Jordan. Even,
0: Kobe. even Magic. You know, coached against Magic. Lasers back in the wow. day too. Against Magic. That's wild. Mm-hmm. You,
1: know, <laughs>
2: you
1: know, coached against LeBron. So he's seen
0: right everything.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. Seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of coaches don't get credit for that.
0: Mm.
1: He was a great coach, all-around coach.
0: Vastly underrated, but he was someone that's appreciated definitely in Houston for the success that he brought. Um, But um, the second question from Nevin is that since he lived in China for a little bit, for you, he's like, he wants to know how it felt for you when you lived there, when you played in China for that time.
1: Uh, When I played in China, when I was playing basketball, I was very introverted. So – when I go over to China it was like you know I just get to I just get to be introverted, you know, I don't have to worry about running into this person or running into that group of people, you know what I mean, might be you know anything or whatever. But when I'm in China, you know, everybody's Chinese, they're not, you know, I don't really know anybody but my teammates. So China was a lot of alone time. It was a lot of, a lot of, meditating and planning. So it was peaceful.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What what yeah. I've never heard that. What a response. That's great. No, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm an intro I'm an introvert. You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, some guys like to go this place, but I'm cool just going and staying in my room. So, you know, and. Doing that, being able to do that and not have to worry about, you know, this person coming up or that person, you know, you have to run into, which is kind of hard for me because I get anxiety when I'm, you know, talking to people. So I didn't have to deal with that. So it was very kind of private and introverted and peaceful. I I evolved a lot in China, you know, I think.
2: Yeah,
0: it's awesome, man. You know, I think that's really cool that you were able to, I mean, it's awesome to be able to live in another country to immerse yourself in another culture, regardless. You know what I mean?
1: Right. But I don't, I don't, I think I was so, that's another thing I wish I could change is I wish that when I went somewhere, I understood (laughs) their culture and understood, you know what I mean? The lay of the land and just (laughs) understood these type of things. You can't do that. You know, you can't do that. I was so just, happy to get a get a get away and just play basketball I didn't even pay any attention to the culture no disrespect Mm -hmm. to it but I just tried to try to be a good person but I really didn't pick up the culture but like not like I do now because there's so much there you know what I Mm -hmm. mean the culture they're they're very they're very they operate in a very distinct manner and Mm -hmm. they have a lot of rules and a lot of guidelines, you know, but me, I'm just coming from the country. I'm just coming from a small town. I'm just happy to get away vacation. So it's interesting to think that I was in China and didn't even understand the the cultural background. But now looking at it, it's like, you know, I kind of get, I kind of get why I had a lot of, um, maybe I had some bumps along the road
2: mm. was that most, was that your most peaceful time playing basketball do you think
1: yes when i got to play basketball like um yeah if if i got to play basketball like if you know like if we i get to get in the game and i get to play you know i was at peace you know, for sure
2: absolutely no dude absolutely and you know, based on what we've seen, anyways, and and what we've seen, you know, through through the years, and getting to see you play, you know, it was always a joy to get to see you play basketball. So we appreciate that. Yeah, I greatly
1: <laughs> appreciate it, man. of course, Glad man. You guys
2: enjoyed it. <laughs> absolutely, brother. Absolutely. That's why yeah. I, I'll still say this. I'll go to the ends of the earth and say this. I always, I I still low key geek out when uh when when you agree to get on the podcast. So oh, like man. it's cool. <laughs> like you're we're cool now, but. I still look. <laughs> I'm like yo, Vaughn. Yeah, what we're doing up, so Vaughn. You know, there's always an extra pep in, in my step when when we get you on. So. Yeah, man, I
1: enjoy. I enjoy it, man. I enjoy it. Appreciate that it, man. Was, well,
2: let's let's get ready to go home here on the pod. But before we do, let's let's ask a quick question. So, look, mm-hmm. obviously, people are going to lean one way. Uh, with this question, I'm going to ask for certain for obvious reasons. But look, mm. you played you played in the era, you played in the era, a very tough era of basketball where there were a lot of tough players like Paul Pierce and uh, yes. Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming, Dwight Howard in his prime. Uh, but there's still two players that that go above and beyond and they're considered one of the gr- two, you know, two of the greatest of all time. And we're talking about mm. two people that one person you played with, but you also played against and then another person you played against. We're talking about LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. You mm. are the only you know obviously the only person that we know that you got to play with kobe but you also got to you know touch and feel play against kobe in the playoffs but you also got mm-hmm. to play against lebron in big games in the city of houston and one in particular the game in 09 that y'all were able to beat uh cleveland in houston and you knocked down two huge threes in the fourth what was yeah. a lot of people ask who's who's the who's the better player so based on what you've seen because look you're not looking at it with just your eyes you got to play against them yes is it um, like comparing apples and oranges or who did you believe was the better player? Uh,
1: I really hate to compare guys. Yeah. But I think, I think um, Kobe was just, just, he was, you, you, you're going to have to bring your a game. You know, you're going to have to be on your top of your game mentally, physically, you know, you're going to have to be on top of your game because He's a relentless worker, and when someone is relentless and disciplined like that, it's just going to be hard to hard to beat him. And LeBron was pretty much the same way, you know. I think um, people don't really understand how smart he is, you know. I don't really think they understand, right, yeah. you know. He's looking at everybody. He's 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 looking at um, the end game. You know what I mean? And they're both great at that, looking at the end game. So they're both unbelievably intelligent human beings. I think they're both great. You know, I, I don't like to compare guys, but they're they're just both great. They're they they're they're the definition of greatness.
2: Absolutely. And and I think if you right follow
1: you follow you follow either of their blueprint, I think you'll be successful.
2: Absolutely, and me That's and Justin, we agree it. too. We we don't <laughs> really compare them. It's hard to compare them. Well, I think they, I think their play styles are very different, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely, you yeah. know, absolutely. Styles makes fights, and these are two totally different, you know, boxers. I think, um, you know, it's just I don't, I don't like to compare,
2: but yeah, it's two yeah. different,
1: two different. <laughs> Two completely different boxers. You
2: know. Absolutely, I equated I equated Kobe to more Michael, and then I always equate LeBron to a l- little bit more Magic because he was just such a talented passer. So mm-hmm. more or less. Okay one one more question before we go home, Vaughn. Um, I know mm-hmm. you you said earlier in the episode you don't like it, you don't like to comp- uh, compare yourself to certain players, but if 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 there's a mm-hmm. certain player in the NBA today. That if someone hops on our podcast and doesn't know who Von Wafer is or kind of wants to get to know Von Wafer and his game, other than looking at obvious YouTube clips, because I can I can hound those people for days. What yeah. what would what is one player uh, I guess in the NBA today that you could compare yourself to?
1: Man, that's a hard question. Um that's such a hard question, bro. Yeah. Like I would I
2: would <laughs> I know I'm sorry. I, I know I set I, you up for a tough one.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about my potential. I just
2: Yeah, I mean, no. I no. just
1: think it no, I, dude, I don't, go
2: for it. go for it, dude. I can't. <laughs> man.
1: Who would the like man? That's a tough one.
2: Like D-Wade, I like the D-Wade comparison. People may not like it. This may be, a, it may have been a hot take no. to some people, but I, I'm i not a homer and I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't, I've seen the flashes.
1: I don't think nobody, man. I don't think nobody, mm. like, I'm just, I just didn't reach my potential. I mean, yeah. this, I don't, I don't think, I just, God, I already had God given ability. Like I just get mm. no workout, just come in the gym and make shots. Um, I just, I just, and I'm explosive and athletic. So, um, I, I I really don't know, man. That's a tough question. That's a tough one. I, I think (laughs) that's a tough question. I mean, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I see some like,
0: was it some like, some like John Morant? Yeah. I want you to give yourself, give yourself some credit. I
1: I know you want to be humble. I I think, I think, I could have had that kind of – I think I could have yeah. had that kind of potential, but not yes. like that. I think yeah, it's like yeah. he's, a, he's a different animal. You know what I mean? He's Absolutely. way quicker. He's way quicker than me.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a pretty point guard, point guard. So
0: I do like his tenacity yeah. in the game. He takes it – He, I wouldn't say he takes it seriously, like in the sense yeah. where it's like anger, but you can see that his focus is always there on the yeah. court. And he's not you afraid can tell, to chat, you can, too.
1: You can, you can tell he puts the work in because he's so mm-hmm. confident. Like they said, the it factor. He's got the it factor. He's mm-hmm. not scared. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing I had that I think we both have. But I'm just, I'm not, a, I didn't work as hard as him. And I'm not as skilled as he was because I didn't work hard. But that's, I think that's a different animal. I don't really know. I, I can't compare myself to him. I think he's a different breed. Um, yeah, but yeah i can't really think of anybody i
2: know it's, yeah. it's it i know i know it's hard for you but you, you can't you can't blame you can't blame a boy for guessing you up a little bit that's what i do <laughs>
1: <laughs> no nah, that's that's a different breed i'm i'm yeah. honest now i'm honest of, know, course.
0: of course yeah. <laughs> we, we love it, i can't sit up here Appreciate and say that. i
1: was i can't sit up here and say i would been john moran because i wouldn't have been I mean, that's a different different level
2: I mean, he's, he's, he's a beast right now. And they're
1: now, I they're, think I could have yeah. scored. I think I could have been scoring like that, but I may That's been what I'm a say. different. Yeah. Different in a different manner.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I argue superior shooter. I think you, I still think you were a great, you right? were a great shooter. I think you will go down as probably one of the most underrated shooters in, in Rockets history, in my opinion, because you just were not afraid of big shots and you hit big shot mm-hmm. after big shot, after big shot, after big shot, that was constant mm-hmm. with you. I mean,
1: just God given ability, you know. Wish I could have maximized it, you know. God given wow. ability.
2: Yeah, but you still, you still got Toyota Center going nuts though, and now always, and now oh, always remember it. that. Okay. That's, a, that's a good thing. That's a yeah, good right? thing. <laughs> always a blessing, bro. <laughs> yes. all, right, all right, man. So let's get ready to. So let's get ready to go home here on the pod. Yo, Vaughn. We just want to go ahead and end it here. Thank you so much, dude, for coming on once again. Always. Man,
1: the- thanks bro. Thanks for having me and, and I wish you guys continued success and continue elevation. It's not easy staying consistent and staying down. So you guys, you know, keep sticking with it, man. I see the growth and
0: I enjoy, I enjoyed it. Thank you again, Von. We really appreciate you, man.
2: Yeah, ser- yeah seriously. And we, we, we've already kind of announced merch. So we do have a shirt exclusively for you. So big time. That's yeah. big time what's uh what what let's what size are you we got i mean what what size are you
1: wearing? um i'm pretty i'm pretty nimble still so i wear a large there you go and if it's if it's long sleeve or a hoodie extra large but a t-shirt large
2: cool all right we got you bro yeah dude for sure man that's 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 from us man because we would just love to get it to you you're one of our favorite guests so we really appreciate it man Solid man, I appreciate it <laughs> for sure, dude. Any, is there anything that you want to say? Any shout outs? Let me roll out the red carpet for you. Anything you want to say? Oh uh, man,
1: um, um, you really caught me off guard. I really didn't think about it, but you know, I'm just, um, thank you for the love. Thank you for those who've been positive and uplifting. Thank you, I greatly appreciate it. You know, what I mean, um, um, thank you
2: oh for sure for sure brother we're definitely gonna make sure that everyone gets to uh this reaches uh definitely more people and and, uh, since our platform's kind of going up more and more it's reaching more people and so we're Mm -hmm. we're happy that we're gonna be able to get this out more to a bigger audience as well so people are gonna be able to check you out
1: good stuff man looking forward to it
2: Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: The Summit. <laughs>